0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome along to Match Reaction here on the uh, won, Rangers Rabble. Aberdeen one, Rangers one, Rangers drop two points. At- the uh, hello, I'm Martin. And tonight I'm joined by Barry. Barry, how are you? Not too bad, Martin. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, making his first appearance is Mark. Mark, how you doing, mate? I've been better. <laughs> I think we all have. And uh, of course, everybody watching will know Scotty. Scotty, how are you?
1: Fantastic. <laughs> you Still, change that, that. You? <laughs> Still <laughs> not changed that.
0: Still not changed that wallpaper. No, um, I'm just wondering why I'm so low. You're always low. You're always always low. What's going on? Right. Um, look, well, there's loads and loads to discuss for that game, guys. Um, but before we discuss anything to do with red cars, referees, anything like that, let's focus on Rangers performance. Um, Barry, that simply put wasn't good enough.
2: No, I don't think we we'll looked at it from the start, to be honest. Um first twenty minutes took us a while to get going. Obviously, the goal settled us down a little bit, but I thought we were off the pace completely. Um, midfield looked a bit light. I think there's was a bit of a baptism of fire for Sands coming in. Um, showed some good touches. don't know if it's the right game to bring him straight into when you need a bit of bite and character in the midfield. Um, and I thought we'd probably go overrun a little bit at times in the mid, middle of the park. But all over the
0: park I don't think we're at the races to be fair no we won't Mark and you said before we started that you thought we played or, there was a 20-minute spell where we played okay um well it's it's directly after the game we're all pissed off um I can't think of when that 20-minute spell was but the most frustrating thing for me I think is the fact that we've had a little over two weeks two and a half weeks to prepare for this game and to come into it so lackluster. Um, I, I just don't understand it.
3: Yeah, well, it looked as if we had kicked a ball in two weeks. We, we, we looked, we didn't look sharp. Um, struggling for ideas. I don't know. I don't know what they've been doing for the last uh, two weeks. Um, I lost for words, to be honest with you. It's, um, it's one of these things. I thought, I thought he would play the boy sands. I think if you bring your first player in, you train him for two weeks. I think I thought that he was always going to put him in. I thought he'd done all right. I thought he'd into the game, but just um, as I said it was a hard watch. There was a, there was a lot uh, wrong with what happened tonight.
1: It's funny you should mention that you're lost for words because I have been playing a lot of Scrabble <laughs> and I have tried to improve my vocabulary. And I still can't find a word for how shit that was. <laughs> wow. uh, I, you know, there are some positives to take. And I think, um, do you know what, as bizarre as it sounds, I thought Kent had a really good game. I thought he was really dangerous, but for some reason, we like to isolate him by not keeping the ball and giving him the ball, which was very, very strange. I thought Sands really grew into the game. I think the first 20 minutes he was completely anonymous. He couldn't even find out where he was supposed to be on the pitch, but he really grew into it. And mm. um, But then he also disappeared out of the game for the last 30 minutes. So I'm not too sure he should have stayed on the pitch for as long as he did. Uh, well, for the whole 90 minutes. Uh, Morelos, way off the pace. I think some changes needed, but Lindstrom wasn't one of them. Um, but <sighs> trying to It's really hard to focus on the Rangers' performance because overall, that game of football was just dire. It was, it was shocking. It was, yeah. I don't really want to watch that back in a hurry, to be honest. I
3: think think that was Aberdeen's game plan, but wasn't it? Make it scrappy, make it messy, try and nick something. That's what they do every time we play them. And I think, to be fair, rather than us playing our game, we 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 played into their hands, played their game, and. I think if you you've not got the fight and the desire to win the midfield, then you're not you're not going to win games like that. Something like that. Quick comment here for you, Robert
0: Robertson is still a fantastic name. Um, Gio got it wrong tonight, lads. San should never have been anywhere near that game. Um, I don't know if I fully agree with that, Barry, because and look, maybe I always think when you do these reactions straight after a draw or a defeat. You only see what you think you see. Sometimes you don't actually see what was there. But probably for me, Sands was one of her better players um tonight. But also, I don't think really Geo had much in terms of options in the middle of the park, did he?
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think we we're struggling in there, weren't we? Davis is out, Arfield's out. Obviously Arebo is away. Um I don't know if he completely trusts Lundstrom. Um, I if Sturman. I don't <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen him since the start of the season <laughs> Yeah Hardly played him so I think he's obviously Going to give the boy a shot to start You know um, Whether that was the right thing to do um, I'm not too sure um, oh, I'm not sure if Lundström would have done any better In that position to be honest first um, 20 minutes I thought the game passed Sands by But it probably passed a lot of our players by if I'm completely honest. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought then Sam started to grow into the game with a bit of confidence after we got the goal. And then the whole team, we just sat off the pace. I don't know why we wanted to set off Aberdeen so much in the second half. You know, we just soak it up and try and keep it to 1-0. You know, and I think there's always a danger they grow up apart and score when you, you play that kind of tactic.
1: I'm not sure that was a tactic. I just thought we were just bad. I just thought we were just not at the races. We couldn't we couldn't find that extra half yard or yard. Uh, and then the composure on the ball wasn't there. I saw more composure from them trying to keep the ball, trying to take the ball on than we did. And that's, it's not the first time we've seen something like that from this team before. Um, and it can take us a while to get going. I mean, let's face it, the the break came at completely the wrong time. Um and if we're playing this fixture when it was supposed to be played we're walking and walking away with a comfortable victory but ifs some buts and all that but just
3: we just what you're saying there scotty I, I had a wee look at the um the stats and at, at one point in the game that they had a better pass accuracy than rangers and i was gonna, <laughs> that shouldn't happen simple as that it shouldn't happen a team like rangers oh. playing a team aberdeen i mean don't get me wrong they're they're a, a fairy midland. Scottish team, but we should be able to outpass him accuracy wise every every time, ten times out of ten.
2: Well, for the last fifteen minutes, every time we get the ball, we're just hoofing up the park. You know, no mm-hmm. composure as Scotty said trying to pick out your man, playing that simple ball and defeat for someone to hold it up, and then get runners around you. This wasn't happening.
1: Well, when you've got when you've got uh, the two holding midfielders or sitting midfielders and. Sands being anonymous for the first 20 minutes and the last 20, 30, 30 minutes, it's kind of left up to Kamara to actually pick up the pieces in that. But when Aberdeen have got three men in the middle of the park doing that, it's very, very easy for them to kind of nullify. So, yeah, we do have to look for the ball out wide. But I thought Tab and I thought uh, Barisic were quite lazy in their play. they pick up the ball and put it down the line. Mm -hmm. I think they need to be a bit braver in what they do. Especially trying to find players to feet rather than constantly in behind because you just need a bit of variety.
0: Can I just quickly say, right? Um, and we'll all delve into the game after I say this, so it's not a case of I say this and we're done. Um, look, Jamie Duff, I'm not happy either. We were pushed, but let's not overdo it. Um, and start getting worried. Uh, Van Broncos first drop points and only two goals conceded, Mark. So Although we will go back into the game, we have to still remember that Geo has made a fantastic start. And that is the first real poor performance that we've had, had under him, I should say.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that probably what Jamie said there is, is right. I mean, obviously, it's still a bit sore straight after the game and we're all kind of bit in a downer. But I mean, realistically, if you look at it, we, we looked as if we hadn't played for two weeks. So... If that's as bad as we're going to play, hopefully we start getting a bit sharper. More games, match fitness as the saying goes. And hopefully you can you can kick on, but the only thing that, that kind of worries me a wee bit is how much we seem to miss Arebo. Because mm-hmm. he seems to be the spark. He seems to be the thing that he's, he's the one that, that makes things happen. Pulls players out of position. So, the thing is as well, I mean, Arebo's not going to be here forever, but Obviously, if we're going to miss him, I thought Hadji done okay at mm. certain points, but it just sometimes I think it's as, it's as if he needs just take him away for the game or the game, give him two or three games rest and let him, let him come back and try, and try and reset. I think that sometimes he tries too hard, yeah. But well, I think actually, do, do, do,
0: on that, Mark, and, and I'll take this to you, Scotty because I know that you're obviously a fan of Giannis Hadji. Um, for me, the issue with Hadji is he tries too hard, and I think you've seen that early on. He got a stupid booting. Um He was flying into tackles. He was a 100 mile an hour. We'll come to the goal. Of course we will. Um, but for me, with Hadji, it just seems as if he's, he's
1: trying far too hard, if that makes sense. Yeah. Listen, on one hand, you can't turn around and say, we weren't in their faces, we stood off them too much. And then on the other hand, going, well, Giannis Hadji was trying too hard and he got a stupid booking." because that's exactly what we want and that when you particularly in the case of haji he no matter what he does he comes in for stick either he tries too hard doesn't try too hard he's too slack he's he's not in the right position he you know he scored, scored a bloody brilliant goal today and he occupied a position where arguably he shouldn't actually be occupying that should be morelos but morales is off doing something else i don't know leave Hadji alone. um no I just yeah I've just seen this Rangers performance before I'm not Mm -hmm. overly worried because well we've still got another 20-odd games to play and we'll drop points and
0: yeah but we can only react to the game that we've just seen so you know it's not a season reaction it's a match reaction listen if you actually want my my reaction i'll be hold on
1: screaming shouting swearing
0: yeah well we were all doing that but unfortunately that wouldn't make a very good broadcast on youtube um McNaught, let's smash that like button people hit the join support um and, and join as a member as patreon now i should just say obviously um if you could please like and subscribe if you haven't already um i like because and i say this every single podcast and pe- the people that watch all the time will be fed up with me saying it but i like because a massive massive way to help sharing the podcast and of course if you could subscribe we just recently passed four thousand subscribers so now we're on our way to five um so if you could please do that we also do have um you can join us as a member on YouTube as well The join buttons down below. Please do pick the tier that suits yourself, or if you prefer it, an audio forum for when you're out and about, you can join us on Patreon as well. <laughs> All the links are in the description. Now, Scotty, do you want to get back to your shouting and swim? Uh,
1: no, but I've just seen what I meant to start talking about, which was Joe Rebo. Yes. Because what, what typically happens is... and it isn't necessarily well, It is a problem when they're no longer available to play but typically when they play for 10 15 games and they hit a run of form the team naturally then gravitates towards them so when this player's missing it's incredibly difficult for someone to come in whether it's hadji or i don't know whoever else we want to blame comes in it's not going to be a like for like and then the positions that Rebo picks up well we don't have a clone of Rebo, so hadji's not going to find those same positions therefore the game will break down and it won't be as fluid as before. So we also need to demonstrate a bit of patience. But let's face it, we weren't 1-0 up. We weren't playing great. We conceded a really, really stupid goal from really, really terrible defending, which should be the base, which should be the consistency that we build from. But it wasn't, so we didn't.
0: Now, we should remember that we took the lead, Mark. Um <laughs> now, Just before that um I can't even remember who it was It was through and goal Was it Hedges that was through and goal um, Firstly Does McGregor Trip him or hit him Is it a penalty
3: For me no But I've got blue tinted glasses But <laughs> I I feel as if McGregor's passed him He's actually dived past him And Hedges played for it And and let them let him have a bit of contact but i think there was very very minimal contact but for me it's not a penalty for me he's looking for a penalty but you know that's us we could kick this ball about for for hours and hours but for me it's not a penalty for me there's not enough contact and there's not enough intent barry uh
2: minimal contact for me i don't think it was a penalty i don't think we would have got that one
0: well, oh, listen, that doesn't mean it's not a penalty. We were go um, guys, guys, it was a
1: fucking stonewall. <laughs> it
0: was a stonewall penalty. <laughs> Are you
1: trying to kid? <laughs> oh, minimal stone contact. Ball the guy penalty. was through on goal. The guy locked it over McGregor. He was just about to stick it in the net. It was a stonewall penalty. And the only surprise is that Kevin Clancy didn't give it.
0: That's what I was shocked at. I was really shocked at that. That, that Kevin Clancy didn't give it it was, it was a, look, David Brand saying never touched him. my head you shot um <laughs> no the only person that shot it tonight was Scott Brown for big Calvin um but no oh, that was a stone sto- stone wall penalty but anyways it, Clancy doesn't give it which is the surprise of the century and we got the other end Barry and a nice kind of floated pass for right um cross in from Kent and a lovely finish by the man we were just talking about had you
2: yeah, that ball was superb from Ken, wasn't it? Right on the money. I think he needs to do that more often. Um, that's where your striker should be, but thankfully Hadji was there to put that one away. And then I thought we started to grow into the game after that. Um, unfortunately, the second half, uh, we weren't able to hold out and you know, I ended up with a disappointing result in the end. Mm. Did I break up there by the way?
0: Did everybody hear me all right? my oh, screens just my, my screens just went absolutely mental i, I think it might a uh, uh, thing so i never heard that word you said there barry so i'll take that to scott scott your man score a, scores a goal did, can then can people hear me can everybody hear me all right yeah, yeah. i can
1: hear you carry yeah. on yeah i would i would, I would say that your hair is oh, looking please. very very cameron diaz there's something about mary
3: definitely a bit of gel in yeah. there <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just glad that my screen's breaking up and I can't hear a single word you're saying because all I heard was Scotty mentioning here. Um, yeah, what's the question? Uh, do you know, I can't even remember now because I, my, my screen's going mental and I can barely... Um, hey, it's just your man had you getting a goal.
1: Yeah, it was a very good Pretty goal. Much. Good run, mm. good position. That's where I like my my centre-forwards to be, even though he's not a centre-forward because the centre-forward wasn't there. It was off probably occupying Scott Brown somewhere. Um, great. You know, again, I mentioned Ryan Kent at the start and I thought he had a really good game. Just the fact that the team just completely isolated him. Um, every time he got the ball, he was direct. He was, he was so, his feet was so much quicker than they have been all season. Really dark. The person that could stop him was Kevin Clancy. And um, Fair play to him. But that was a superb cross that he put in. And um, yeah, what a run and finish by Hadji. That's what you want.
0: There was a moment in the first half, Mark. Um, it was a really poor pass back for Ojo, Um And Alfie was, was kind of through, but Joe Lewis got to it first. Um, should Alfie have done better there?
3: It's one of the ones, isn't it? It's, a, it's like a 50
0: mean, It looked to talk- me as if he just pulled out.
3: You're talking about fractions of a second there. I mean, if he gets a toe and knocks it past him, it's either a penalty or a goal. But I think you're. It's one of the ones you you are struggling to try and find fault with Alpha there. I think. Mm. Well, no, For, no
0: I'm, I'm just no. I'm
3: just simply making the point. For um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I me, mean, like, no, I, I think I think if he could have done better, he would have done better. I think. I think it's he's uh, what he scored goals, and that's what he does. Mm. Second half,
0: Barry. Um, <laughs> I mean. I don't really know what to say. We were awful. Aberdeen pretty much had all the play. Um, and then, I mean, it's a clear, it is a penalty. It's a handball. Um, I don't really think we can have any arguments with that, can we? Stonewall.
2: Yeah, Stonewall penalty. I don't think he could have done much, to be fair. Um, ball came out at so much pace. I think you're trying to get away from it. But rules of the game, I think, it's Stonewall. has to mm. be It was unlucky to get booked, mind you. I don't know why he would get booked when it wasn't deliberate handball. I don't know if that's a new rule that's come in. I just thought he was a little bit unlucky, and I thought Clans, he was a bit anyway. Generally,
0: yeah, we're going to come to him in a minute. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> 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 and the, the the problem, as soon as they got the penalty, Scotty, and they scored that, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm sitting there going, there's no way. I mean, the, the best we can hope for now is 1-1.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's just the realism/slash negativity that's been mm-hmm. bred into these kind of performances that we've seen before. We don't seem to be able to get ourselves out of a uh, slump, which is disappointing. Um, I'm, I'm still a bit iffy about that penalty, you know, it's a yard away from him. He's uh, yeah, he's trying to move his arm out of the way. I mean, what's he supposed to do, like chop his arm off? Like, it's his arm. And, like, if you, you see these in the English Premier League all the time, if the referee doesn't give it and that goes to VAR, they don't always give it, which is the whole inconsistent consistency debate. Um, but yeah, we weren't weren't looking like score. In fact, after Haji scored, we didn't look like scoring. I mean, Morelos was no. really unlucky not to score. And I think that's, I suppose that's why we get away with it because we do have so much more superior quality about our players and the passages of play that we can do but we would never look like having a control of the game to create sustained pressure in the areas mm-hmm. that we want to to score a goal mm-hmm. and I guess was that was that what you were trying to get me to say
0: <laughs> oh, listen, David, David Christie's right it was a pain let's move on and let's move on Mark um do you know it's one of those ones where I'm I'm raging that we didn't win for obvious reasons because I want us to win. But this is going to sound slightly like sour grapes to people who aren't of a Rangers persuasion because I'm pretty sure there's going to be quite a few tuning in because they usually do when we've had a negative result. Um, That performance by Kevin Clancy. I mean, I, I don't actually have the words to describe how poor it was. Probably one of the worst refereeing performances I have seen for a long, long time.
3: Yeah, terrible. Um, Card Hartley, just some of the some of his decisions is I mean, th- this is a conversation that we're having all the time regarding Scottish refereeing. It's just standards is it's terrible. So it's schoolboy stuff, but Clancy. Sometimes he, I think he just it just decides when when something happens. Decides, is it a free kick? Is it not a free kick? And what way, am I, what way am I giving it? Just mm-hmm. terrible. Just, as I said, that the quality of refereeing in Scottish football is just... Sometimes it's embarrassing. If you sit, I sometimes sit with some of the, some of the boys in, in, uh, down here in Do England, you know, and sure. the, sometimes they shake their head when they're watching Scottish
1: football because they kind of believe some of the stuff that they see. It's just you know, it's embarrassing. Uh, a host that can't get a strong enough internet connection to <laughs> carry on an entire pod. Yeah uh great. yeah Kevin Clancy was terrible. I just I can't can't get my head around it. I mean at uh, one minute I'm thinking he's biased and the next minute I'm just realizing he's just pure incompetent. Yeah. Oh um, where'd you go Martin?
0: Oh uh, I I just fixed I his hair <laughs> he's, he's still not fixed his hand. hair. <laughs> I needed more condition three thousand that's what I needed Oh, mate, um, I do not that a long time ago. Yeah, but I d I don't know where he's got I don't know what he's got today with regards to Clancy. Um we'll come to the
3: Kent
0: second yellow, Barry. Um I mean I, I've I i do not even know what to say about it. It's that much a shocking decision. I oh, mean no, he, was, uh, he was card happy all night. He was card happy all night. Um but to receive a yellow card, a second yellow card for that, I mean that, that's embarrassing.
2: Well, I think, uh, obviously, Brown's played his part in that incident by selling him a dummy. Clancy's um, bought it, hook line and sinker. And then Kent obviously walked. I don't know if there's any chance of that card getting rescinded or not. Um, I don't know if you can rescind uh, for that particular reason. I know they brought no, new, new cases in where you can appeal a second yellow. But I think it's for like mistaken identity and maybe one other thing. But sick enough for him to go off the park for that. Um, I think the Barris incident with uh, Johnny Hayes, when he gets elbowed, and his nose is pissing a blood, and he's not been booked for that. And then uh, Ken gets a second booking for that other incident. Unreal. Just poor refereeing all over the park. He shouldn't even be refereeing at this level of football, in my opinion,
3: anymore. Just oh. Oh. It, he, sh- he should have been, should have been binned after 2019 at Parkhead, yeah, yeah. Just with the Hayes incident, there was a linesman four feet away from it. Four feet, I, know. Um, I, I was looking st- directly at the two players. And the, why, the, why is no flagging it up to the referee if the referee can't see it and it's no blow his whistle? Why is why is the the the, the, the linesman not saying, Hold on a minute here, that, that was a that was an incident. You need, have, you need to come and talk to me.
1: Yeah, I, just just incompetence. No. So, right. Okay. So, so I get that. Um, I'm not really too fussed about that. It's not it's neither here nor there. The two people can miss one incident, but I think it's more the case that there's blood on his face. Now, a referee has uh, discretion or the ability to make a decision based on the outcome of a challenge so if if a referee sees that a player's gone in made a tackle looked innocuous but he actually sees the player injured has broken his leg he can then send the player off if he's seen oh it's a bit of innocuous hand in the face but hang on there's enough force to give him a bloody nose well surely that's a yellow card I mean that just kind of action result that's what it is for me, the issue isn't necessarily, oh, well, he missed some of the big decisions. It was the little decisions that he did throughout the course of the game. When you do these and they all add up, they actually have a huge impact on, on how the game... In fact, it almost dictates the game and the nature of the game. Stop, start, stop, start, yellow card, yellow card, yellow card. Stops players that legitimately might have been able to make a challenge later in the game. Making a challenge. It's utter... Oh, just incompetence. Just he I, just I loves it. Really, he loves just being centre of attention.
0: I want I want to get these two comments and <clears throat> Firstly, Brian, um, oh, I've lost it now. Um Right, ah, there we go. Sorry. Blame the referee for a draw. Come on, second half. We were terrible. That's comment number one. Um and comment number two from Michael. Man, net is playing up something terrible. <laughs> um where is it Michael Clancy was awful but not the reason why we didn't come away with three points and that that's a hundred percent right Mark um yeah yeah Clancy was absolutely awful and we're right to discuss his performance because his performance had an effect on the game but at the same time it was it wasn't even one percent of the reason why Rangers dropped points but just for people (laughs) watching you have to you have to discuss a supposed top level referee's performance when it affects the game the way it does
3: yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we're, we're, we're discussing it, and and obviously it was poor. But I mean, I think the bottom line, and we all know the bottom line is that tonight we're only good enough. Simple as that. Simple as that. Just not good enough. Um, obviously they need, right. they're going to need working at, it, but just not good enough. It's simple as that. Not good enough.
1: I, right, I'm pretty sure I could, we could have been playing till I was sixty four, and yep. fucking, excuse my language. Just would we've. There was only one winner coming out of that today, and it wasn't yeah. us, which is deeply frustrating. First game back, yeah. But that said, you know, when we were playing so well before, there was always bound to be a drop off. Yeah. So wow. you kind of got to make allowances for it. And I think when you take into account the disruption, and yeah, okay, we can look at it on the face of it. The eleven players coming on the park should have enough to win the game, but that's nowhere near our strongest eleven
3: no 100 percent, no no i agree with you there it's, it's um something that we're just going to need to suck it up pull your socks up go on with it and uh try and try and work in the things that were done wrong and working the things that were done right simple as that
0: i'll tell you, I t- I'll tell you what i think rangers performance was slightly worse than man internet connection I, I normally slag well for this and i apologize um to the the, the people watching scotty larry Larry David fantastic name by the way um, we sat deep from the start now that's something that I noticed and I don't really notice much because I don't have a clue when it comes to football that's why I asked the questions but Scotty is this a tactic for you that that we're just going to sit deep and um, soak up the pressure and take the ball because I don't like that I don't think so that uh... seemed to be what we were doing the
1: whole game I just think that's a symptom of being unable to handle a long ball, high press. It was like watching American football. It was like, pump the ball at the pitch, charge. And like, Mm. we don't have the midfield composure to bring it down, pass through the channels, pass through the lines. Um, And that's incredibly difficult. And it's really difficult to ask James Sands to come in and be able to do that alongside Kamara, which then raises the question, well, perhaps bring Lundstrom in. Now, I'm by no means a fan of Lundstrom and I would rather play Stephen Kelly or anyone else from the academy ahead of Lundstrom, which just highlights the lack of options that we actually had. Mm
3: -hmm. So we
1: do need to kind of make allowances for this. And I was just saying, as you disappeared again for the hundredth time, that we do need to have a bit of perspective, just a little bit, because... We've talked, we talked about this in the chat beforehand. And there's like people suggesting that you know you have Kamara, uh, Bakuna and Haji in the middle. I saw so Riley point out, if we do that, we'll get annihilated in the middle of hearts. Scott Brown, Lewis Ferguson, uh McLean, I don't know who else plays for Aberdeen, to be honest, I did well naming too. But <laughs> they, they were just absolutely steamroller. So we just need to take a breath, right, first game back, done. It's a tricky one. Mm -hmm. I think we just need to get the momentum going for that trip to Parkhead, to be honest.
0: Is it fair to say, Barry, um, that this is probably the first game where Gio got his substitutions wrong? Would that be fair?
2: Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I'm not sure about the, the purpose of bringing it in on for the last few minutes. I thought maybe a change of shape was needed, bringing Sakal on, Maybe play. We looked to be playing on the counter attack, and I thought with his pace, we could have probably get behind the Aberdeen back line, um, and played him high up the park, and maybe tried to get balls in behind and maybe over the top, and try a different tactic against them. Um, I don't think we were getting much joy um, down the sides, um, apart from Ken when we could get him on the ball. Um, yeah, I don't think the, the substitutions worked. Um, so thought it was a bit of a strange one, bringing Lundström on for right. Um, but I think he mm-hmm. was obviously maybe trying to sharp shop, trying to play from 1-0. But then obviously his uh, hand was a little bit forced after that um, when Aberdeen got the equaliser and we're having to go and try and maybe win the game or, you know, try and stink something.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that that was the sub-mark that puzzled me, um, taking right off and bringing Lundström on. Um as, as soon as you do that, you know you're pushing Hadji right, and everybody and our granny knows that doesn't
3: work. No, I, 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 even I don't think right had a great game, but you've always got even that opportunity of um, using his pace, it's always going to be there. Counter attack, he can use his pace, and you maybe get something in it. But taking him off Hadji to the right, we all know Hadji's the kind of player out there, he's a good player. And he's got, he's got all the talent in the world, but he's not got the pace. And it just slows everything down. He always turns back the way. So I don't know what he was thinking. As I said, he, it's shot shut up shot 1 0 against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the point. I'm, I'm a firm believer that, that, <laughs> that attacks are the best form of defence. And I'd like to see them go forward. I'd like to, if you're 1 0 against Aberdeen, I'd like to see you go for it.
1: But that's just me. Um, do, do, you know, do you know what? Do you know what? After the Hibs game at Easter Road, everyone lauded Gio as some kind of like tactical genius. Because this is exactly like the kind of game plan, keep it tight, keep it tight, nick a goal, win, 1-0, Bosh, done. And I remember that game being equally as crap as this one. Yeah. So sometimes you sometimes you get away with it, sometimes you don't. Um, but you're absolutely spot on. I think at that time in the game, I think there was still like 30 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And he's he, he made that particular change too soon. And what really annoyed me is, like, Lundström just, he kind of came on and he just moved side to side like a crap. Just like move side, to side like that. And I, could, I really remember one point, the ball whizzing back to McGregor, right? I think Lundström might, might have even played it back. And he's got two Aberdeen players like sprinting towards McGregor, and he's like, "Ah, slow it down, slow it down." So, what's McGregor supposed to do? Just keep hold of the ball. And He's had to punt out of the pitch, and Lindstrom's not looking for the ball. I thought the the Castle
2: where we, we, we had Sakala, so Kent, and Morelos up front. I thought we had real pace and some danger in the front line. And I'm surprised we never went without front line again since Tain Castle because gonna be dangerous with that amount of pace in the team, and I thought it worked well for us at Tink Castle. And uh, a bit of a strange one we've not used it again, to be honest.
3: I've got a funny feeling it is. It is the fancy Sicca. Any boy scored a scored a hat trick and never played the next game. I you know. I mean, if, if it's... your guys on fire, then play them the next game. If all right, if he if does do do well, the following game does he score any goals then by all means drop them but just a hat-trick one one week and then come up will in the next week I, I, I've got a funny feeling he just does it does it fans him. I, I, think, I, just, I think just can it's... I just
0: very very quickly Scotty sorry can I just uh, again quickly apologize for my internet connection um I can hear what the guys are saying kind of half the time um and I keep worrying that they're finished talking and, and I don't know. Um, but secondly, can I just thank everybody again for watching? Please do like and subscribe. It really does help the channel grow. Um, my apologies, Scotty. I cut you off in your prime.
1: <clears throat> oh, mate. It's very kind of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? I think the problem is like Scott Wright, Fashion Scarlet, they have this great amount of pace and a couple of nice touches, but zero end product. And it's I think Gio's is fully justified in not necessarily trusting Sakala. All right, and I think they are playing through lack of other options. Um, <clears throat> I think from what's clear in the transfer rumours is the, a right-hand, a right-hand-sided attacking player is uh, key. We've already brought in Sands for the centre and midfield. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see another body in there as well, but we do lack surprisingly even though we are champions uh a bit of, bit of quality in the in the final third um it's good to have kent back i don't think Morelos is still firing on all cylinders uh we do need to see the best of him because it's games like this and we need and he almost did it to be fair to him he needs to drag us out a bit and get us the three points we need that individual moment And Stephen gerrard Always talked about it in his three, three or four years, however long he was here. Always talked about that individual that just makes the difference. We didn't necessarily have that have that tonight, um, but we didn't lose the game, and I think that's actually quite important.
3: I think the fear for me is that we're relying on him too much. I mean, as it stands, obviously Riff's not back yet. The reason he brought it in back is because we are we, we are relying on him far too much. To me, at points, he looked back to getting back to his old self again. I mean, for for a good while at the start of the season, I thought that his, his lack of effort was pretty pretty poor. But it seems to be, look, finger back out again, chasing chasing uh, centre-halves down, chasing goalies down, working harder. And to be fair, it's, some bits of his hold-up play were pretty good tonight. But still, if you're not getting the ball and you're not getting the service, then... But as I said, my fear is we're going to rely on him too much. I think, as I say, if, as soon as we can get Roof back, I think the better. I
1: oh, but then what we've got is the problem that. Um, well, there's that a can't really rely on Roof. Yeah, no, that's it. I the don't, injury don't. problems, yeah. uh, and he'd definitely be a really good option today. I'm actually surprised that uh, we didn't see it come on sooner. Yeah, and uh, I think I think when we had the full complement of eleven men, and potentially the the danger down either flank having someone like it and i'm like i'm a massive fan of my strikers staying in the vicinity of the penalty area in that central area and then oh my god martin's changed <laughs> oh. martin martin i'm so glad you've done something with your hair <laughs> <laughs> that's where you shave his head shaved it off right. sorry scott you just keep going mate so, yeah, I'm a massive fan of a striker saying staying central, and I get the idea that Morales wants to come deep, get involved in play, show off that he can, he's got this range of passing that he can touch the ball in the middle of the park. Half the time he did that, he got caught, and we lost possession of the ball. So, yes, okay, adds an extra dimension, but today on that pitch against these midfielders, it wasn't working. Need to be more disciplined, actually give us an out ball, and I don't feel that we had that. We didn't have. How many times, even like the likes of going back to Kenny Miller or Yelovich, these guys stay central. The ball can then be played into into the channel for these strikers. But Morelos is never anywhere to be seen. We can't. We don't have that ball in behind because he's always he, trying to drop deep. And we need that variety. We need that difference in
2: play. You do I think we're suffering a little bit by Tavernier playing a little bit deeper and not getting as far up the park? And providing some of those balls in for Morelos and providing that level of well, there's service no team. point.
1: There's no, there's no point in Tav getting to the byline. Morelos isn't there. Yeah, <laughs> or, or any striker, you know. Well, yeah, exactly, any striker. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't really necessarily see Tav as being a problem today. I think Tav got forward as much as you'd expect Tav to get forward, and a right back who, you know, he had a decent effort that was blocked. Um, I, th- I I do feel that the way that he works with Scott Wright isn't particularly fruitful I don't think they work in tandem I think they get, get in each other's way I actually saw Tav instead of running down the outside he was trying to run more on the inside inside that channel but then Scott Wright hasn't got the brain to find him yeah. so it's just a wasted run um, yeah, yeah.
4: My- oh, sorry Martin's internet was going there, so I, I'm honestly I've seen some
1: of the terrible comments I've put in, but I thought i would just jump on. Yeah, but just mate, can, I, can I just say I'm so glad to actually see some of the dresses that you wear. I know, Mark. I'm <laughs> going to
4: be like, you never oh, shut. Me, uh, the drawers, the, the, <laughs> the Mark, I'm to take take that to you. The, the Scott Wright thing—he's somebody I've kind of supported quite a lot. I'll be Is he one run at a time? Or is he just going to be an impact player? He Doesn't he seem to be doing well when he starts?
3: I think probably you're the same as me. I was hoping he was going to kick on. Um, he's starting to get towards the stereotypical wire. He's going to be, have a, one good game, two bad games. One good game, two bad games. And I think that he's probably going to end up just being an impact player. I think especially they're looking to bring a right-sided uh, attack midfielder slash winger in. So I think that if they're going to go and spend some decent money, I think that you're only going to see right off the bench for year on in, or if the said players gonna be injured. Um, yeah. it's sad because I think your boys get talent. But as I said, stereotypical wingers, all wingers are the same, aren't they? All wingers have that's why that's why he's um he's, he's, he's not playing for Real Madrid. If they could do it week in, week out and they had an end product then it'd be it'd be worth silly money. But, as I said, I think he's going to end up... You're going to see him for the bench. You're going to be an impact player from here on in, I think.
4: Yeah. I think we... Uh, I was trying to put that in the comments earlier just to bring it all back. You know what, man? It's a, it's a very disappointing. I think the performance for me is more disappointing than anything, really. And I think that's why we're, everyone's angry. The, the Clancy thing can be... It is what it is. The referee can play... You know what? We've had that turned on us... Umpteen times this season Where our ref's played poor And it's benefited us The Clancy thing is something I don't really want I'm not really bothered about You're going to see terrible Refereeing decisions in Scotland And that's just the way it is Um, Did it affect our performance Or our result tonight Barry? No, not at all I think the game was passing
2: us by For the first 20 minutes Until we got the goal And then even after that I thought we were really poor I think it's probably been One of the poorest performances Of the season If I'm honest Hopefully, it'll be a bit of a, a motivator for the future games. got a few tough ones coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks,
4: particularly that visit to Parkhead. So, we need to be on point for that. Scotty, Darren's saying it's Geo's first dual Geo test. I was kind of thinking that earlier on, but, I mean, I know it's, it's a way to It's always going to be a massive, massive game, but... Um, if you look at the overall stats, what Van Bronckers have done since he came in, I know we can't afford to drop points ever at Rangers, but we grew up getting through nine in a row and Walter Smiths and even going back to your game soon as he starting all that, Rangers drop points away from home up in Petaudry all the time. We were lucky to
1: get victories up there. So Exactly. And and exactly the same with Dick Africa when Gio is playing in the team. And I think he's very much aware of this. And I said this last season... We've got this thing of this expectation that we have to win every game because they're going to have to win every game and they win every game. So we have to win every game. They don't win every game. We don't have to win every game. We have to just win and get more points than them. That's the, that's the end of the season. So in terms of like Geo's biggest test, like Easter Road was... Joe's biggest test. Then the next game was his biggest test. I'll tell you what, his, ne- his next big test is in the next fucking game that we play. Yeah. And then the next game that we played. play. Those are his big tests. Up until the end of the season, and we'll see where we are, every game is his big test. But you're absolutely spot on. It's, it's, we're never going to get a season like last season. It's going it's to be more normal for us to drop points and Maybe even drop points somewhere in like Dingwall or something. It's, just, it's a long old season, yeah, and I, so, I said I said I've oh, got twenty odd games left, and then someone in the comments co- corrected me. I went, nah, seventeen. <laughs> I've so we've got seventeen games left. Let's we'll see where we
4: are, Mark. You, unless it's your first night on, but I know we had a chat the other day. But you look like a man of a certain vintage. You. You've seen Rangers struggle in Petardry and places like that. It shouldn't. Obviously, we're worried about it, but we we just kind of gather our and we go again, don't we?
3: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's one of these things. We just want to be good enough on the, on the night, and it is what it is. I mean, it, it's obviously it's we're not happy. <laughs> we we want to win every game, something that. Like, I mean, if you're, you're Rangers, you your Rangers, you you want to win. But even I remember great teams going there, and it was proper battles proper battles and sometimes sometimes you, you, you come away with a draw or but it's one of these ones we just need to pick ourselves up and move on. That is what it is. It's done now. Alright we've we've kicked it a bit tonight and uh, we're not happy. But as I said that grand scale of things we've dropped points tonight, but they'll drop points as well. So that is what it is. Let's face it, I mean this will all be forgotten about we gonna run next couple of games, one them then beat them. Then what was on the fuss about
4: I see someone actually put that in the comments there. That's exactly what they're saying. Like, all we need to do now is dust ourselves off and go on another run again. I mean, was that was it eight league games undefeated or something like that? Nine league games undefeated. Oh, sorry, without um dropping points. So it's going to happen eventually. We as Rangers fans, obviously, where we've been prior to um really hitting the depths, this was this was always a disaster for Rangers. Um so where we've came from but. Playing it with poorest and Aberdeen team still couldn't beat us tonight, so um, we'll take it on that. Just I say, firstly, apologise for MD watching with the Martin's internet going down. We we'll need to see what's happening there, and maybe, maybe try and do a wee me page and get them like I'm off like Octopus or whatever energy companies with. We'll sort that out for them. But um, thank you for everyone for your comments as well, folks. You know what? This is the Rangers rabble, and we don't all agree with each other in the comments, but um, we still have a good chat and a good laugh. So. We will be back, I think we're back on Friday night, aren't we? Sorry, listen, apologies. We're back tomorrow night. Right. I'm hosting the midweek pod tomorrow, so I'll get my chance to get my terrible views across a wee bit more. Um, we'll maybe touch on the, the game again with some other people. Um, we'll look at another oh, few don't things. Don't, maybe. Mate, mate, you don't want to do that. Just gloss over this no, one. Listen, Scotty, we need, need, need to chat about it. We'll give our other people their views. Um, we'll maybe have a look at we're going to need to go in January now, we'll be part mm-hmm. of the agenda tomorrow, and we'll have a wee preview on Stirling Albion. What do we want to see after tonight's performance? What do we want to see in that game? Who do we want to see starting and stuff like that? So we'll chat that over as well. Um, so you'll see us tomorrow at seven o'clock, and um, we'll also be out and about after the Stirling Albion game on Friday night mm-hmm. as well. So, Scotty, you're on there on Friday night, aren't you? No,
1: nah, what well, you switched it. yeah i know right okay i switched it so i got the pleasure of doing this one i was so excited for today
4: (laughs) um thanks to everyone for watching thanks to everyone for uh comment please like and subscribe it goes a long way in helping us folks but um big thank yous and take care and we'll see you all tomorrow night hopefully
3: Podcast Network.